From Kampala, this is Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon, and I'm here with Malcolm and Joel. This is episode 48 of Cinema Red Pill. I'm so excited, man. Yes. Yeah. We have been here a long time. Yes. One entire year. Yeah. Cinema Red Pill. <laughs> Happy birthday, guys. So, today we're going to talk about Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. I have a superhero movie, but superhero, oh, no. super, I don't even know what to call you. Are you ashamed of that? You wear superhero Super shirts every time. Yeah. Movie only, buff is, only, is only a, all the time. a superhero geek. Yes. Yes. I like how you're somehow more comfortable with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's what. Superhero geek and a superhero fan. Uh, I watch movies. Say. Because Malcolm, this counts because the last time you gave me a phone call, no, you gave me a phone call the last time, this time you texted, but the last time you said, I want to come on Cinema Red Hill was Spider Man Homecoming. Now it's Thor Ragnarok. So, there's a pattern. It's just that, you know what, I feel like it was both kind of the same thing a little bit. I feel like these were movies that that dealt with their material in ways that I didn't expect. Mm. That were both like more. I hate using the word fun. Shit, the word fun. But fun the truth is, is an okay thing to say okay. to describe a film. But they're both so fun <laughs> and all at the same time very tight, you know, technically and what they're still very good films and good pictures. Okay. okay. So fun. They just weren't taking themselves all that you seriously anymore. Just had anymore. a blast while you watched. So Ragnarok is yeah. It gave me that you know when you just have that emotional excitement uh-huh. out of a cinematic experience. It's not just for swinging and all that stuff. Okay. But it's because, oh man, this whole thing came together. The writing, the sequences, the jokes, the tone, the, everything was fantastic. Wow. So I'm right happy work. we have Malcolm here because mm-hmm. you might be the only one who's that high on this film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Between not, the three of us. Does everyone not love Thor Ragnarok? No, we have reservations. Okay, please, let's start there. Wait, let me... Start with the good... Um, okay, let's let me first intro oh. the film. Yeah, so yeah. Thor Ragnarok, the seventeenth seventeenth film of, of Marvel. This Christ. is like a long oh, series. The, is this the Marvel comic film. universe or the Marvel yeah. standard universe? Marvel Uni- cinematic, cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. MCU. Yes, yeah. MCU. This is the seventeenth. Okay. Started with Iron Man in two thousand eight. Oh. We are now here. The next one will be Black Panther next year. So the first couple of Spider Mans were in which universe? Fox's the, other the, that stuff. That was okay. Sony, actually. Sony. Ah, Marvel's all over the place. Okay. So that's sort of its own thing. This is when they realized, oh, we can make a good amount of money if we just produce the stuff ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Same. Nothing was Nothing ever the same. They're making a shit ton of stuff. Giant empire. Yeah. So Thor Ragnarok, uh, the third in Thor's universe. And uh, I, <laughs> those other two films didn't do great. It's directed by Taika Waititi, a New Zealand director. He's amazing. I was so excited, guys. He's great, guys. If you've not seen his previous films, you must see that shit. Yeah. You should see Hunt for the Wilder People. Yes, you so must good. see what we do in the shadows. I haven't seen that, but it looks hilarious. You both, you got to see that. Yeah, he has a. I have it. I'll yeah. give it to you after this. Bootleg.com. <laughs> I, I officially do not bootleg any videos. Officially, I officer. <laughs> I bought all my movies, officer. So in this film, uh, do you know I've forgotten the plot? So he's on. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was he doing in the other place? He Did was. He was in the. He went. went okay. He was. He, uh-huh. he came from Asgard. 
He went to the grandmaster's place. Sakar. Sakar yeah. to do what? Because like, that's the basic premise of no, the film. No, he's exiled to Sakar. Basically, it's ah. the end of days in Asgard. Yeah. Yes. And before Thor can save the day, he's because banished to Sakar. Because of Hela. Give us your thoughts on Thor Ragnarok. Oh man, it's hella funny. It was... Um, <laughs> I'm dead. Um, that, actually, that was my favorite thing about Thor Ragnarok. And I think it's something that specifically Taika Waititi introduced to the to to it because i feel that a lot of his work is very much it, it deals with very kind of deep emotional things coming of age stories but he's also very hilarious i think was that dude a stand up comedian or is this his friends comedians he did some stand up before he started film because he's hilarious and i feel like for me he was the star of thor ragnarok i feel like he changed the tone so not changed the tone but he experimented with it the extent where there's, there's so many moments where I felt this should be such a serious, deep, pensive moment. Mm-hmm. And you find a way to make it hilarious and yeah. still keep the stakes high, you know? I feel like that's such a difficult thing to balance out sometimes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I love, to some extent, the I love the symbology. I love that he kind of looks at Asgard and he says, okay, look at this really beautiful place with like a rainbow road, right? Yeah. And also think about how full of shit such a place could possibly be. <laughs> and I thought it was a metaphor for America. I thought it was a me- metaphor for <laughs> this place okay. that kind of has these great ideals that it lives by. And aesthetically, it's, it seems really great or yeah. whatever and it has value, certain values that are aspirational or whatever but uh, it has an underside and it has a dark side that makes it possible for them to be those that's a good metaphor yes, democracy, be freedom, mm-hmm. happiness love, light, whatever and it has a dark underside that made that even possible, I don't want to say make it, made it possible but kind of made certain resources and certain whatever you know what I mean? Like America's imperialism and this history of slavery and yes. exploitation yes. and stuff. Mm. Are things that are really spoken it. about by, I, I feel, that was interesting. certain Americans. And I felt that in Thor, Thor represented that kind of American, that white American who was brought up on myths of exceptionalism, but also myths of what the history was. And Hela was so great in showing kind of how you can morph a story and you can make a narrative and how complicated I feel even our heroes tend to be. And though, yeah, I'll remember the other things I loved about it. Oh, that's a cool <laughs> thing to latch on to. That's one of the things you loved. I actually thought yeah, you Because I looked at it on such like a surface comic book level when mm. it came up and just enjoyed it briefly. But yeah, I, li- I like the way you brought it up. You're, you're right, it's very interesting. In t- yeah, in terms of like how Asgard itself was yeah. built and the place has a fucking rainbow road, like that oh, can't I've never be. Never thought that. Yeah, like it's <laughs> like it. It has there has to be some darkness underneath it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. No, use next. So Me what, next. What did you like about Thor? Hate about Thor? Your uh, thoughts. Let's start with like. Let's start with yeah. positivity. I was also uh, what I loved most about Thor was the Taika Waititi-ness. Taika. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only other film of his I watched is Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. I really liked it. Yeah, all the stuff you said about how he has a really strong emotional thematic foundation, mm. 
and then layers it with all these hilarious jokes mm. and even th- just that New Zealand like sensibility yeah. where they tell their jokes it's the so sense good. of humor Korg guys he, Korg is yes. my favorite character in yeah. that film guys yeah yeah bro yeah <laughs> yeah it's like high pitched New Zealand accent yes. and his voice let's start a revolution yeah it's a tough revolution and let's not Korg was even more entertaining for me because he's such a departure from how he is in the comic books. Oh yeah, what's Korg like? He's a very, very serious character. Yeah. First, first of all, this movie is an adaptation of a Hulk storyline, mm. where oh. Hulk gets banished to Sakaar. Okay, oh, basically wow. the the Illuminati. I love you, man. Thank you for being yourself. <laughs> so basically, the Illuminati in the Marvel universe yeah. consists of like Doctor Strange, Black oh. Panther, oh. Reed Richards, Doctor Strange is yeah. in on it. Yeah, I, Mr. Fantastic, Iron Man, and Professor X. Of course. So like <laughs> My mind is being blown yeah. right now. So they're like the world's smartest men. So they get together and like, you know what? We've let Hulk fuck shit up for too long. Yeah. You need to get him off his fucking planet. Yeah. So they strap him onto a rocket, they trick him into his mission and blast him off into God knows where. Oh man. So like Hulk gets stranded in this planet, yeah. he's in prison, becomes a gladiator, he meets up with Korg and a bunch of guys. He doesn't meet Thor? No, no, no. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they have like a Spartacus-like revolution. Yeah. Hulk becomes the <laughs> emperor, the overlord of that planet. They keep talking about he, the revolution. Yeah, then Hulk <laughs> leads an invasion on Earth. Oh, like, wow. have vengeance yeah, on those guys on and it's a fucking amazing storyline oh, which which they've said because because Marvel cannot do Hulk movies because uni- Universal has loaned Universal owns Hulk okay so it's loaned it's it out loaned was this it. from back in the day when they're still making the movies with who was the guy before um Angley made the first R- one. Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Mark Ruffalo, and then there was uh, what's his face? You know, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Mr. Popular. Actor. Edward Norton. Yes, oh, Edward Norton. Yeah. <laughs> is that yes. Universal owns the rights? Yeah, so Universal owns the rights to making actual Hulk movies. Okay. So Ed Marvel is trying to do sort of sprinkle Hulk story Can like through other movies and, and stuff. Okay. So this movie, like, just tonally is a rapid departure from what that story. From that story? Yeah. So, but was the Hulk funny in that story? No, could he, he was not. Because even the fact that he could no, speak he was is basically a baby. No, he could, he could, he could speak though in this other one, but it was like a, he was still had like a more super dark tone in terms of okay. he was betrayed by his friends, yeah. wanted to go back and like fuck them up. Yeah, yeah. But this one though was like super entertaining. Here, Hulk has like so, like grown into this whole thing, and it made sense that he wouldn't want to go back yeah. home because everyone treats him like shit. Yeah. He's like a king. It's a fucking amazing story. But yeah. Back to uh, saying Korg is a big departure, but I found it entertaining. Okay. And that was derived from the whole New Zealandness, which yeah. I like about the humor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I believe Taika even had some actual, like, some of his, ca- some um, actors who he's kind of worked with over time. I kept recognizing Yes, 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 yes. There's the lady who's the enforcer. That's, that's going to be my next thing. Yeah. I like that he, he brings his gang, like, with him into the other films. Yeah. Very James Gunn thing. You yeah. know, it was all shot in New Zealand, too. Wow. Even yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's How very New Zealand thing. Yeah. Like, it's like Kevin Feige just let him do his shit. Because wow. exactly. it all had failed for a while. Yeah, but, and besides that, besides the humor, I liked one action scene exactly. Which one? The opening action scene. Uh, This is the one where he's fighting the demon? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was great hammer I was, action. I was, or, I was in, I was, I was making noise, guys. It was well cut. It was, the music was amazing. 
I like this about this glorious, film as well, yeah. man. Mm. I like the fact yeah, music that music is great. Yeah, music is pretty good. There's certain moments where I was like, "Whoa, this sounds like experimental almost, man." It's got some like experimental techno going on. Yeah. Then at some points they have some really cheesy, corny like music. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a lot of nice synth '80s stuff that yeah. I definitely appreciated. Even with the sets, those are a lot of like junky, dystopian again style '80s style stuff yeah. where it's just sort of cobbled together it's very there it's not like CGI locations yeah. like just that big junkyard yes. city was <laughs> fucking beautiful to see and they swore yes guys I love that what what rating is this film it's so many times they swore so many times I was like what the fuck is happening they had a lot of a lot of a lot of anal sex references yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, I died, guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> I thought one of the moments. I was like, take away TT. <laughs> there were many. I don't know how we got away with that because I thought it was only the 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 anus of the, yeah yeah the yeah yeah, of, yeah. Um, Satan's is it Satan's, Satan's anus, the devil's yeah. anus yeah. That's what that was it. That was only in reference. No, there's anymore. the one about Thor's hammer. That was an anal reference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I took it I as that. that. I, I remember it, that scene. And you ride it and you get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you ride it or does it? <laughs> does it ride you? Like How do you fly? Do you ride it? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think that was yeah. I think that's something I appreciate is the sexuality in the film. Yeah. That's something I've missed in big budget films. Yeah. And I don't know how we got away with that because like, Guardians has always just sort of teetered on the edge of that yeah. stuff and yeah. just snuck by the, it no, the next like, one they're going all in the next yeah one, next guardians good response yeah uh, yeah yeah and and, and, and guardians are pretty much gonna swear. yeah they're pretty much going to meet oh uh, they're going to meet up I, with, I, with thor like in, in avengers yeah infinity war yeah i think they're going to be the first like meet up so already now thematically the worlds make more sense. Fair enough. To me. Tone, yeah, coming yeah. together. In tone and everything. All hail Kevin Feige. Yeah. I feel like he has <laughs> this shit. Yes, That's how you say that guy's name, by the way. Feige. Yeah. Yes, it's Feige. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I just don't say his name. Someone but put a gun mine to my is head, the white pronunciation. Feige. Uh, mm. Yeah, I've had someone say it as Feige. Uh, is that what yeah. made you sure? Like, That's why I'm track? sure. Like, <laughs> if I was reading, I was like, <laughs> I know Feige is like Paul Feig, the guy, the, yes, the comedian Feig, yes. guy. Feige, he's Feige has an E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it becomes Feige. E. And I had an E. That's not what's important. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, so, wait, so do we keep going? Do you want to do good stuff first? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just I'm sure you have more stuff. More good oh, stuff. Oh, you really struggled for the last one. Oh. You've struggled. Yeah, Let me go. Yeah. Go. So I'm supposed to do good stuff. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. So I have one good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, overall, I'm kind of tired of this shit because <laughs> it's too empty for me to have anything to hold on yeah. to. I'm really kind of tired. Emotionally empty. Emotionally empty, mm. and I know we are supposed to come in for. It's not supposed. It's it's usually juvenile. Their emotions are very juvenile. They're very surface. They you don't. They're not going to go deep enough. enough they never enough. do. It's for very surface level emotions and huge spectacle. I just think it's what people have become comfortable with. Mm, okay. But I'm kind of not anymore. Okay. And you, Joel looks like he wants to defend it, yeah. but... No, 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 I'd say the exceptions to the rule, like, say Civil War, which... I Civil think War, that's exactly why stuff. I really hold that movie in such high regard. Mm, yeah. But 
I sometimes I feel like people give these movies like so a, a, a second ch- they give them a, a pass okay. because they're like they're not that this is not what they are they're popcorn the yeah. emotions should be at yes, the surface yeah. it should be just a good spectacle exactly. just try something different then that's exactly. how it gets a 990 what on rotten tomatoes yeah. no, that was oh. way oh. overboard that that's way over Seriously. so my thing is one thing yeah. <laughs> okay so you remember there's a character called Valkyrie, yes. so she has a conflict. Oh, man, um, I was excited for a character to come on screen, but when she came, I wasn't that pleased with how they did her. Okay. It wasn't that great. But then she has a story about how she was formerly a... She was part of... A Valkyrie. Her name is a Valkyrie. She was a Valkyrie. she was a Valkyrie something. From those she's people. She's a Valkyrie named Valkyrie. What? Yeah. A Valkyrie. Is no one bothered to ask her her name? No, she's just called Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, no. I think she has a name, but she just... She just called her Valkyrie and went with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought it was so just an asshole. Valkyrie, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Go on, Valkyrie. Valkyrie used to fight with Hela, the main villain yeah. of, the, of the film. Yes. So she's part of the backstory about how they, the way they became powerful mm. was not a very straightforward no, way. So it has a flashback scene. Mm. Now, that flashback scene was the most amazing thing mm. I ever saw. When I watched that f- scene, mm. I just knew that... It was jaw dropping for me, and I was like, "There has to be something really special about that scene." Okay. Yeah. Guess what? I found there's something special about that scene. The way it's shot is very different from the. It's not in you. The way you look at it, you think this is something that was done by computer generated images CGI. Okay. You think it was done by the sure, computer, but it was really shit, exactly. Like it wasn't done that way. Uh, this is some groundbreaking shit. This is okay. So, what's the last groundbreaking thing we had? Neo, right? Okay. With this. Okay. You remember that? Okay. okay. So, what did they do with Neo? They put a, a row of, of, of cameras yeah, around him, a circle of cameras. Mm. What did they do with this scene? They put a circle of light around it. So, oh. what it, it made it seem like the characters were very still, but the objects around them were, were moving. moving. Yeah fucking amazing oh, i was like yes this scene there was something very special yeah, about it sense. that is my favorite thing about thorak Darok. that oh, is what i want to carry from oh, thorak oh you guys list. that scene is amazing <laughs> no is. that was what was really amazing about that i was film. actually i was kind of like what's the point of that scene i think i missed something i think i blinked and i missed something it's supposed to be the scene where you notice something that valkyrie did in her past that she's kind of regretful yeah, yeah, about yeah. what does she she's, do she's She's regretful about like the. It, it's it's not really a spoiler, but she has like that. that what's that survivor? Survivor's guilt. Yeah, survivor's That's why guilt. she drinks a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but she's on, on on some horses. It's mm. really cool. And that's what that that image was like. That's what you like got from that painting. whole movie. Yeah? No, like, so it's not. It's what I really like. I'm like. I'm like. It's what I really like. But other things have very many reservations. Because Thor, no, what's his name? What's his brother's name? Loki. Loki. Loki yeah. They ruined fucking Loki with that campy comedy. You guys, Loki mm. has been the most powerful character out of Thor. <laughs> the only thing that the Thor universe yeah. had gotten from this point was a powerful Thor, villain. Loki, it was yeah. Loki. They fucking ruined him here. I don't even understand what they're supposed <laughs> to transition into. Because they made, you see, this film eh, was basically a parody of itself. 
okay? Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. So they made a, par- a parody of itself, even with Loki. Yeah. And that was the strength of Loki, his backstabbingness. Now, I, I just don't know how they're supposed to play this angle. So Yet they've the made film, so you know? much a joke of a joke out of it. But the thing is, I don't know. As a filmmaker, maybe subconsciously that's what I enjoyed. Not a fil- as a filmmaker. As a film watcher, filmmaker. I enjoy films you that are... are <laughs> no, no, I mean as a film watcher, I enjoy okay. films that are kind of self-aware, you know? I enjoy mm-hmm. films that know that they are a superhero film. Okay. And that's kind of the thing that I enjoyed about Thor is that I could just enjoy it and know, man, I'm not being taken for a fool, you know? We all know what's going on here, you know? And at mm-hmm. some point, there's going to be a joke or whatever. I feel like it takes it takes some of these characters off a pedestal a little bit. And at some yeah. point, I did feel like, but Loki, aren't you supposed to be like the magnanimous joker of this situation almost, you know? No, he supposed is to the be joke. The, um, yeah, it's sort of a joke. <laughs> and kind of Hela usurps him as the incredible villain and she even like dresses like him I felt like she was a placeholder for him to be honest I thought she was all black everything like why does everyone else in this guy's family wear all black but Thor like what's going on guys (laughs) in her defense that's exactly how she's in the The comics comics, (laughs) Mm. but in terms of mannerisms though Mm -hmm. they gave her more low-keyish flamboyant Okay. Mannerisms in the comics, she's more of like this tower of power of, mm. of just I can fuck you up in a second, mm. get out of my underworld. Like in the in the comics, she rules the underworld. Okay, she's it's the god of death. Yeah, so she's just death. She's just doing her thing, collecting souls and chilling. Here it's here it's a different story, obviously. But yeah, I wish Loki wasn't such a fool. Thank you. I did enjoy the opening where he he, he looked foolish He's like like, yeah. like when he gets revealed that was funny to was me funny. there's this sort of smarmy sort of <laughs> dude like getting caught and it's like oh shit this, my big brother's going to beat me mm. up I have to talk my way out of it that's cool but beyond that look he has nothing to do in the movie mm. he's just sort of coasting through he, he gets he doesn't even have a story he just sort of oh I'm here now I've resolved my shit. You're sort of catching up, but they had they had a, they had actually a conversation in the elevator, which I think is the only time, one of the only few times, other than the stuff with the dad, where the movie slows down, because mm. they had this really heartfelt conversation where Thor is essentially telling him I've sort of given up on changing you, mm. like I am me and you are you. That that was some heavy yeah. shit also well, for us, oh like Loki to process, yeah. I remember that was that. a heavy emotion. Even for Loki, that's the first time in the movie that I kind of felt he was like off his footing. Even when yeah. he gets revealed at the, the place, yeah. he's still fine. It's still like he's still in character. Yeah, he's, he's still, still doing, doing, doing his thing. He's the god of mischief. His yeah. brother comes in, catches him, and they keep doing the thing. Over but that and moment over. was like, whoa. Even he looked like, for a second, even he looked like, eh, man. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. And yeah, there's more stuff like that. And then I also dislike the while I do like the the whole planet of Sakaar and everything that happens there, I feel like it was this giant side note in a main mm, story. Mm. Where we sort of went off and had fun on a planet for yeah, an hour. And it was like, Oh yeah, we have a story, let's go back. Yeah, we have to save the <laughs> you have to save yeah. the guys. That's exactly what it was. So the structure I it bothered me. I had mm. a lot of fun watching it. Mm. But when I think in terms of like its longevity and like rewatchability. I don't know if I would be as eager to jump back in because usually I rewatch a movie again if it had a certain emotional core somewhere. Okay. Okay. Can it, can be even with one character mm. that I resonate with, and I didn't really have it. And I feel like they had opportunities with Thorn Loki to do sure. that. Valkyrie. With the dad with Valkyrie yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very happy with what uh, Taika Waititi did. 
This film definitely should be watched. And after watching, because I, I watched Hunt, Hunt for the Wilder People, mm. mm-hmm. and I know that he has it in him to balance really well-developed character moment stuff with super funny shit. Mm. And I feel like maybe having this giant ensemble movie, because Hunt for the Wilder People, he had two characters to focus on, and, and I really got into mm. the whole deal and what they were going through. Mm. But here, I think you had you had Thor, you had Valkyrie, oh, you had Hulk, you had so yeah, that Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> keep it moving. Exactly. Hulk there with Black Widow. You're like, yes. Oh. So, so when I think about it in those terms, I think given the circumstances, he really he did, did a, a good great job. job. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I need to ask. I think this is a final question. Where does it place for you in all the seventeen movies? And forward, do you think? Keep going, guys. We are still here. Hot take time. I'll, I'll start with the last question. I think that should end. At least for over. yeah, at least at least for this for the Avengers, mm. the the placeholder guys. That but you're have. going to watch Black Panther with as much energy as this. Yes, but Black Panther is supposed to be now like a new sort of generation sure. of mm. heroes. Yes, but the ensemble of like Captain America and Wait, Iron is Black Man Panther not part of that same universe? No, it's it part of the is. same universe in terms of you have the the original team yeah. that we have we had in the first two Avengers films, mm. Avengers two point five Civil War, mm. and then now you have Doctor Strange coming up. You have Black Panther. Yeah. We have Captain Marvel coming up. Captain Marvel as well, and we have Spider Man. Okay, those are like sort of a new crop of heroes. Mm. And Marvel, I think, is also, he also knows because it's starting to get a little more weird. Oh. It's going into the more weirder parts of yeah. it slow it's going yeah. to space and there's a whole fucking universe of shit they can play within there mm. Mm. so I don't see them go more into that and sort of say goodbye to because we can't keep doing the whole well yeah. no the earth is about to die yeah let's, we're kind let's of save bored. It. <laughs> let's save it again and again and again and your other question was where Ragnarok places yes places in all the 17 I would say it actually places pretty highly I'd put I'd put it I'd put it actually above Guardians of the Galaxy too. Damn. Oh. Yeah. Two. I'm not mad. Two. But no, I actually One. wouldn't put it above two. Yeah. Cause I because I had more fun with this. Two 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 was solid, but I had a few reservations with that. Two Didn't really hit me. Solid. It even made it more solid. Uh-huh. Yeah. I beg to differ, but <laughs> <laughs> for me one was like the height of that mm-hmm. so yeah I would put Thor somewhere up there it's definitely better than like Captain America 1 and a bunch of others Iron Man 2 mm. Malcolm what are your thoughts on this universe for me I'll just say I'll just say it in, in a very vague in a very just generalized way right mm-hmm. I I like that Marvel has realized that they are the fun comic book universe Mm-hmm. And they've decided to kind of get into that, and mm-hmm. I hope they figure out ways to kind of complicate it over time. I think it's a really great, it's really refreshing compared to the DC approach that has been doom and gloom. And Wonder Woman balanced it really well, but um, yeah, I don't hate this. You know, I don't mm-hmm. hate that I can go watch a, a Marvel film, enjoy it thoroughly, mm-hmm. but also not feel like an idiot so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. So can't wait for your Black Panther thoughts. Hey guys, yeah. we'll be back. <laughs> guys, let's close this off. Are we done? Yeah. Okay.
So Malcolm, yeah. we have this new section we do where yeah. we, we give people recommendations of what we've watched. Okay. So they can be encouraged to watch something beyond what we do every week because okay. one film a week is not enough yeah, to nah. give people something a basis. Is it a film that you've already seen or a film you've Hopefully, already yeah. seen? Yeah. Very recently. Depending, it's flexible. Okay. it's flexible. It can even be old. It can be new. But just a recommendation for people for what to see. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I don't want to put pressure on you. <laughs> so I'm going to start. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay. So my recommendation this week is a series called American Vandal. Mm. Have you heard about it? Mm. You should watch that as well. You must watch it, Malcolm. It's That's, fucking amazing. Yeah. It's a mockumentary series. Oh man! Okay, this is actually must watch on your list now. So it's a match. It's about investigative true crime dramas like Making a Murderer. There was a podcast called Serial, and there was an HBO documentary called Jinxed. Because they all have this this whole story about an actual murderer and their story. Because some of them have been in prison, then they've come out. So their story. All these ones where their journey to being in prison. So this is. It's it, it's it's a whole genre of of, of series about true crime dramas. Oh, so American Vandal is a is a is a mockumentary about it, and its story is about a, a character oh. in high school yeah. who oh, draws because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. Because <laughs> the, the story is he vandalizes the teacher's cars, twenty seven cars, and draws dicks on them. Of course. So the entire <laughs> thing, the whole time, they're trying to find out. Who did, yeah, who did the dicks? Who did the dicks? Who did the dicks? That's the whole dicks. story. The whole story is who did the dicks. But the thing about American Vandal, it's more than a dick joke. It actually gets you intrigued into who actually did the yeah, dicks. Yeah. You know, so it's really great in that front. Yeah. And then a really thing I a great thing I liked about that show is it's it's depiction of high school in the current age of, mm. of social media. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure. Perfection. Yeah. Malcolm, you must see this. Yes, so that's to. my recommendation Thank for the you. week. Everyone I've given it to has liked it. Okay. P.S. Anyone listening? Everyone, my bosses who are not film buffs, Joel who's a film buff, everyone <laughs> yeah. has loved this shit. So yeah, check it yeah, out. Man. Okay. Joel, Joel, give us your choice. Yeah, my first choice has to be The Room. Okay. By Tommy Wiseau. That is one the of actual the greatest. Room, not the yes. artist, but the room itself. The room itself you needs to be watched. But Joel, I've seen it so many times. Have you seen the Sharon? Of course. I've been, I've been <laughs> like covering your face right now. I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get Sharon to review this movie. She said no. I finally have a platform to talk about it, so I will talk about it. Oh, <laughs> yes, the room is the best movie ever. It's pretty. It's the best movie ever. It's produced, directed, written, and starring Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is the most perfect specimen. <laughs> just, just, no, just as a human being. Now, I remember we we, we like reviewed Valerian and yeah. we mentioned like how how it's kind of like an alien would see human beings interacting and inter- interpret human emotion. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau is the same way. It's so peculiar the way he acts and the way he directs his actors yeah. to perform. Yeah. And what I like, what I like about movies, okay, baseline, this is a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. It's a very <laughs> bad movie. But this movie is great if you're really into the anatomy of film structure mm. and things like performance mm. and just the technicals of of the way a film is put together. Mm. You will laugh your ass off from beginning it. to end. I get it. And even if you're not really a big film buff, because I. 
I gave this film to my sisters as well. They they don't know shit about the technicals, but they, they derive so much humor mm. from how peculiar everything is yeah. and the way the story flowed and what characters were doing. It's fucking insane. It I has to be not yet. Okay. Not yet. Uh, yeah. But as soon as it comes out, we I will must see the it. room yes. and yeah. the disaster yes. artist. I am hesitant though about the disaster artist. Okay. I'm very confident in disaster. James artists. Franco and yeah. Seth Rogen though. Seth Rogen is very, very, I'm, I'm, I'm very more confident very in Seth Rogen than James Franco as a director. I'm worried. I want it to work yes, though. No. I really want it to work. But even I think if it, it will work. Even if it doesn't work, I always have the room, and you always, all of you have the room. You should watch the room before you see Disaster yeah, yeah, yeah. Artist. It's a fantastic piece of cinema and filmmaking, and it's really a great movie to like talk about. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just so we watch say, it. Disaster Artist is a film about, about the room, about the, the yeah, making of the room, yeah, and based the room on itself. all the James yes. Franco people. <laughs> all the James Franco guys we love, I'm sure. Everybody, any, everybody knows James everybody. Franco, Seth Rogen, his people's, yeah, his brother. Apatow's yeah. kids, man. Jada Apatow's children. Yeah. I must say again, I must repeat, Joel is a fan of So Bad It's Good movies. Mm, yes. So no, his recommendations may go in that realm. <laughs> yes, I want to, but I want, yeah, but ideally, I want people to like open their minds to like. You know, the better part of cinema. B-movies, because better movies. Ah, oh, man, I wish I had a good, bad movie to recommend now. So, it's your <laughs> turn to recommend. <laughs> Malcolm, um, you know give what? it to us. Because um, I, I'm thinking about a documentary. I've mm-hmm. been kind of watch, watching a lot of like documentaries to figure out what that even means. And um, I recently got these two documentaries from Jacob and Grace. One of them was I was looking specifically for music documentaries. Okay. One of them was um Beware Mr. Baker. Mr. Baker is believed to be considered himself a jazz um musician, a jazz drummer. He came up in I believe the the forties or the fifties and he just like hung out with like he he hung out with this guy who kind of was like, Yo man, you need you need a drum like an African <laughs> You need to like like that's the thing that you need to like if you want to drum well drum just like try to drum African. And it seems like this guy, uh, an interesting trope of his life was just uh, like, he, he seems to have wanted to be black mm. without so much the disadvantages of being black. He's up in Nigeria in the mid-70s and he goes to this club and of course who is doing the goddamn thing other uh, than Mr. Fela Kuti. And Ooh. Fela being like a big like jazz fan and being um, really up on his music knew who this guy was. I was like, shit, this guy, Judge Baker, what the fuck? This dude is like, of such a big deal. And so he starts to play with her, like, sets up a studio in Lagos, starts doing all this stuff. And then, apparently, one day, someone puts him on a horse. Someone puts him on a horse. He ends up at a polo club, someone puts him on a horse, and he falls off, and he's like, shit, this is my shit, this is my shit forever. The horse polo stuff. Yeah, he starts playing polo, but polo, of course, has those connotations of, you know, of power and eliteness and yes, whatever. It is. And he's Absolutely. living with like fella, living with performing and recording with fella like in the evenings and in the afternoons he's like hanging out at the polo club with all these government dignitaries and all these different humans, and he fella's like man you're, you're full of shit, and I feel like that's one of the best movie <laughs> documentaries I've seen in a while. Um, may I make a second recommendation. It's okay. A really old guess. film called um, uh, Waiting for Government. Waiting for Government was uh, Waiting for Government is a film about a small town, a small American town, 
and they're having like a anniversary ce- celebration. It's a town called Blaine. It's funded by a guy called Blaine who told everyone he was going to lead them to California, to the coast where it was sunny and everything was great and wonderful. They get lost and they end up somewhere like cold, like in the Midwest somewhere, somewhere cold and miserable. <laughs> and he was like, we're here, we've made it to California! And they just set up there and after a while I was like, there's no ocean though, this is in California. And they have all these small town characters who, it's like the office from the 80s and it's really charming because it's a much bigger treatment of it and it's, it still has that quirkiness of like these ridiculous characters in a small town who you never find anywhere else but who are really lovable and who are really like mm, strange generally just downright strange yeah yeah those are my two recommendations guys okay. you are Mr. Baker and that's all you Gaffner. get nice so Malcolm thank you thank you thank, thank you, you thank you thank you thanks thank you for, having me for again. your recommendations I hope you had a good time yeah a great time Thank you. Facebook. Facebook and Twitter follow us so you keep up to date yeah. with everything that's there. Find Cinema Red Pill, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher. Yes. <laughs>